Hi everyone, this is Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy, and I am, um, I am Sterling K. Brown, and welcome to another episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you're a first-time listener, thank you and welcome. If you are a returning listener, thank you and welcome for coming back. Um, today I'm just happy to enjoy a Friday away from work for the first time ever. So I know this recording is coming out later than most of my episodes typically do. I actually like this environment to record in because not only is the sun still up and it's beautiful out, I don't feel like I'm dragging myself into the door to record. Um, so I love it. This is great. Um, like always, if you'd like to contribute to the show, guess what? If you have not had a chance to like the page, there is now a Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy Facebook page. Um, I'm also going to make the Instagram page. On Instagram, you can still find me as AJ Vandertunt. Um, on Vero, still AJ Andrew Shepard. And you can find me all over. If you just search Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy, now it comes up on every social media platform, which I'm very happy about. And you can contribute to the show. Write in. Give me your opinion. Share a story. Send me messages. Um, if you're listening on Anchor, and Anchor is a podcast podcast platform, you can send me a voice message and I can actually play your voice message during the show. Now, I can only do this on Anchor. I have gotten a couple of videos and messages on Instagram. Unfortunately, I don't have a way yet to play those into the episode. I probably just need to get a separate device and actually play the recording and then test out the sound quality. But if you guys know any way for me to do that, please tell me, please share with me. I would truly appreciate that. Um, and then you can always reach out to me by email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G as in George, B as in boy, B as in boy at gmail.com. So today's episode is called Gay, Black, and Recharging. And I chose recharging because it's important to always recharge your base. You know, you always want to have energy to make it through this thing that we call life. And throughout the day, throughout the year, throughout the month, throughout the week, I'm pretty sure I went backwards in my time frames, but you can use up a lot of your essence, your energy and who you are, and you have to recharge and there's nothing wrong with that. So we're going to start off with a quote. Um, and our quote of the day is coming from Maharshala Ali. Maharshala Ali, I'm sorry. He is an actor, fantastic actor. His most recent movie is Green Book, but quite honestly, I loved him in Battle Angel Alita more, um, but we can always talk about that later. The quote that Mahershala Ali, um, that I took from him, was, you have the capacity to leave a lasting impact and indelible impression upon this world. Claim the sacred space of your mind, nurture and cultivate a vision of fulfillment, and more towards the destiny with patience and perseverance and prayer. I'm sorry, head towards your destiny with patience, perseverance, and prayer. And that quote from Mahershala Ali, it's something that sticks with me because he's talking about reaching your goal, being determined, and not giving up. But you want to be patient and you want to have perseverance. And those two points stuck out to me because when you recharge, that means that you have reached your limit. And we have all reached a limit in our life. There is nothing wrong with having a limit. You'll reach your energy limits. You'll reach your mental limits. You'll reach your physical limits. You even have limits to your damn limits. There are some things that you just do not go past. You can't go past and that's okay. When we reach your limits, we need to recharge. I always have to take a recharge at least once a week. I need it. It just helps me get better. And how does this relate to pride? Well, this relates to pride because pride itself, when you go to a pride celebration, if you're not aware that all gay pride events contribute to the power that is given to us by our national power grid, all the energy, the dancing, the music, all the fun, that's like energy points that get added to the national power grid. And that's how nuclear reactors work as well, just in case you're not familiar. Um, that is not proven by science, at least the established science community, but I'm going to talk about it as if it is science. We power the world. 
<laughs> and that power, it gets into you. It recharges you. And you're just like, oh, okay. So I would equate going to a gay pride event, especially once I've reached my limit. Maybe I'm a little down. Maybe something's just haven't gone right leading up to that event. When I go to the event, it's like taking a pair of jumper cables, clipping them to my ears, and then a jolt of energy just shoots through my body. And I feel like I can climb a mountain. I could dig to the center of the earth, which would be dangerous. I could probably jump out of 16 planes all at the same time. Like I jump from one plane to another, to another, to another while they're up in the air. Now, all those things that I just gave examples of, they are not safe. They are not healthy. Um, do not clip power cables to your ears. I'm pretty sure that you would just die. I'm not a medical professional, but I'm very sure you will die. Even though you want to become a shining Gyarados, you don't get that. The only gift you will receive if you do that is most likely a personalized pine box. And boxes are beautiful, but this pine box is going to be the final box that you ever get to enjoy. I just got to simmer on that one for a minute. <laughs> but so when we do reach our limits and we need those chances to recharge, we all have our different ways, um, especially with it being Pride Month. I'm going to endorse going to a Pride event, going to a Pride event. You get to be around a lot of different people. You get a jumpstart of energy and you get to see things that maybe you didn't get to see before. I mean, the energy at a Pride event itself is huge. If you've ever seen a Pride event, pictures, videos, television, whatever, wherever it's at. You never see somebody just crying. You don't really see people looking depressed or sad. There is energy. There's people jumping, screaming. There's rainbows. There's glitter. There's flags. There's leather. There's smiles. There's just everything. And there's always really good food, too. Um, and it's a place where you can just go and have fun. The jumpstart of the energy that I get from a Pride event is just huge. And it's just a nice place to go to. It's a moment. It's a gathering where there's no judgment at all. You just get to be you. I mean, during Pride, I can sit out on my house and drag. I can be covered in glitter of every inch of my body. I can have multiple tutus on, 16 different wigs. I can come out in a leather mask, a lace mask, leather clothing, lace clothing. I could come out in a t-shirt and a pair of jeans. I could come out in a cute pair of underwear that are appropriate for the event. I'll say it that way. You know, it doesn't matter. You don't get body shamed. You're just there to have fun. Nobody's going to look at you like, oh my God, what are they doing? What are they wearing? It's like, no, you know, you're not going to be one misfit out of a group of people who are, I guess, would say the social normative acceptance. It, it just does not work that way. And when you get to go out and just have fun, there's nothing that's going to make you weird. I mean, I don't have to explain what I'm doing to somebody when I step out in a Pride event and my beard is covered in glitter. They just get it. They're just like, you know what? That's just his jish. That's what he wants to do today. Let him go do it. And then I look at the people the same way. I'm like, you know what? That's their thing. They're going to do it. They want to do it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a very, very fun thing um, to enjoy. So now... Every Pride event is not the same. And that is something that's very important to remember. It's very important to know because I just think about myself and going to Pride. My first Pride experience, I was like that kid on Christmas who's like, oh my God, Santa's coming, Santa's coming. It's six in the morning. It's time to wake everybody up in the house because I just see this little gleamer of sunlight and it's time. Oh my God, I can't wait. And I remember my first Pride event, I had never been to a party before, never been to any Pride event. Um, I was just getting out on my own and I had learned my entire life that gay was wrong. Gay isn't the place to be. These people need help and they're missing a part of their lives. You know, those are the things that I thought were real, that I experienced, that I learned. And my first time to have the freedom to go to Pride because I had always wanted to, I went hard. I went hard, y'all. So I remember waking up the day of Pride, super happy. I had this cute little rainbow t-shirt, 
a pair of jeans and I had, I think I had some Chucks, like some Chuck Taylors and they had rainbows on them or something. And I was like, oh, my outfit's cute, it's popping because I never coordinate colors. I never look like I have a purpose to where I'm going. Most of the time I look like I'm just getting up to take out the garbage possibly go grocery shopping at midnight and then I'm coming back home to do absolutely nothing with my life and just wallow in filth. Not much has changed there when it comes to me stepping out of my house, but that's okay. I don't live in filth. (laughs) I guess that's the most important thing to take away from that little tangent. But uh, my first event going to Pride, I had my cute little outfit And then I went over to some friend's house and we're like, oh, okay, we got a pregame before we go to the parade. And then at the parade, we're going to have bottles ready, like water bottles full of liquor so we can keep drinking at the parade. And then we're going to go to the after party after the parade. And it's just going to be a glorious day of just drinking. I remember we started to pregame and I had some drinks, had some shots got other people to take shots. I'm screaming, oh, shots, let's take some more shots. Let's keep going. I didn't pace myself at all. I remember the pregame, and then I remember sitting down on the couch, and I passed the fuck out. Gone. Gone like a light. My friend said they tried to wake me up. They tried to get my attention. They were like, hey, we're going to Pride. You know, come on, Andrew, let's get up. And I didn't move. I just laid there, didn't try to participate in nothing. I ended up waking up. And when I woke up, I'm like, yeah, it's time for Pride, let's go. The apartment's completely dark. Nobody's inside. And I look up and it's nighttime. I missed the entire day of Pride because I did not pace myself. Didn't pace myself, took no opportunity to pace myself. But you know what? I still wouldn't change it for any event in the world. The funny part about it is that helped me get through my first initial hump of coming out and going to a gay pride event. You know, at that moment in my life, I was still pretty much in the closet. Nobody really knew about me except my friends. Um, And the people who did know outside of my friends, they were not positive about it. It was more like, hey, you have an issue here go seek Jesus so he can cure the gay. And that's really what it was. So I didn't have a chance to experience a Pride event, but just the atmosphere in that apartment of us pre-gaming, knowing we're going to go to a Pride event, everybody was super happy, didn't care. Not even everybody who was there was gay, but the people who had not seen me say I'm gay or have on a flag that represents gay, They were so accepting. It was so nice. And it was kind of like me first getting my beak wet with pride. Um, And that feeling never left me. I still was like, yeah, I want to go to pride. because It's going to be tons of fun. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have pride fun. And from there, I started going to more and more pride events. I started having a lot more fun in my life. And... I never felt like I was limited to a situation, which was beautiful. Now, with my experience of going to Pride, and if you're listening and this is your first time going to Pride, I think it's always good to talk about some of the things that can be landmines, like over pre-gaming, when it comes to wanting to enjoy your Pride experience. So I've got a couple of things here that we're going to talk about about things for pride to be prepared for and maybe you want to avoid, maybe you want to get into, it's okay. The first thing, and I think this is the most important thing, is do not drink and drive. So many, many, many pride events are going to be a party or celebratory environment. There will be liquor. It will be there. I mean, one of the biggest sponsors for pride is Absolute Vodka. I mean, any Pride event you go to where Absolute is there, there will be a plethora of drinks, great drinks, delicious drinks, fruity drinks that will sneak up on you and you didn't even realize there was liquor in it. They shall be there. If you're going to go to Pride and you're going to drink, please use Uber, Lyft, or one of the other ride-sharing services or walk 
or have a designated driver something. There are always reports every Pride season of tons of drunk driving accidents. Accidents, I'm sorry, I don't know why I tried to make the plural another plural. That made no sense. But there are tons of accidents that happen that get reported. People end up in the hospital. Pride is fun. Being dead is not fun. There is no party for the dead unless it's something in the afterlife that I'm not familiar with. Um, And I'm not too eager to head to that party. And I really don't want to see a lot of young people and people out there just to have fun end up dying because of drinking and driving. You know, protect yourself. It's one of the most important things. The second bullet point that I want to bring up is don't judge anyone who's different than you. When you go to a Pride event, you are going to see tons of people who represent all different facets, sex, communities, areas, spectrums of being a part of the LGBTQ community. It is a sliding spectrum. There are things that you may not understand that you're going to see, and that's okay. But don't judge them. Don't make fun of people. It's okay. We're all different. And the greatest part about Pride is it's all these people who are different but who are still under the same flag, or I'm not even gonna say flag because there's multiple different flags now, but we're all a part of the same community, just there to express and enjoy ourselves because throughout the normal 24 seven of life, the 365 grind, you don't get that opportunity to just express and enjoy yourself without getting the stares and looks and judgments of the people who are not a part of the LGBT community and who don't understand. When you go, you're not going to understand that everything that's there. But one of the greatest parts about it, when you go to a Pride event, maybe you'll see somebody who's out in pup gear. And maybe you're not familiar with what puppy play is or what the pup community is. That person is there, not only making a statement, celebrating the pride of what they are, who they are, what they do. They're also there because they know that the image of them being out is going to help somebody else who either feels that way, looks that way, has an interest, or wants to be educated on what they are representing. The first time I saw somebody in pup gear, and I am into puppy play, I think it's an amazing facet. It's a great release. If you're not familiar with it, there's a lot to educate yourself on. Feel free to message me. And I will point you in the directions that I have started to learn from. But the first time I was at a Pride event and I saw a guy, he had on a pup mask and it was beautiful. And I'm like, I want to know more about this. What is he representing? What is this? And he also had a flag with him. So I'm like, okay, this is something. He's representing pride in something. He's representing it. And I want to know. So at first I didn't get it. I didn't understand. But when I went over to him and talked to him and said, hey, what's this flag about? And what's your mask? I want to know about this. He wasn't standoffish. He wasn't like, oh, you should know this. You're a part of the gay community. He's like, well, this is what it is. And he just spoke to me and educated me in that moment. And I appreciate it so much. And that's what a lot of pride is and what a lot of pride events turn into where you're going to have people there who have maybe never experienced this facet of the lgbtq plus community but now that they have the chance to see somebody who's demonstrating it wearing it with pride and out there for it it's like wait now i have a moment to be educated and that moment of education is far more valuable than a lot of things that you'll run into so Instead of looking at them, judging them, standing off or being standoffish, if you see somebody and maybe you don't get what they're representing at a Pride event, go talk to them. I challenge you to go talk to that person. And I'm pretty sure you will have a different understanding of what they're representing once you finish that conversation. And I'm pretty sure that that person will be very accepting to somebody asking them what they're representing as opposed to just staring and looking. I think it's great. Um, So now the next part of it um, that I want to share is please do not assume that every Pride event is just one big sex party or hookup location. It's not. Now, 
we do know that sex happens everywhere in our lives. I mean, if you're taking out the garbage, there's sex. If you're at the library, there's sex. If you're at the grocery store, there's sex. If you're at Starbucks, there's sex and a shot of espresso waiting for you. If you're in the forest and there's a forest fire, there is sex. There are firemen who are incredibly sexy, who will put out your fire and also douse you in their juices. You know, it happens. There's sex even when you take out the trash. Sex is everywhere. But the point of pride is not sex. This is not live grinder. This is not live jacked or A for A. It's a moment where people come out to express themselves, to breathe, to recharge, to energize, to be around people of the community that they are a part of, to just say, hey, we are here, we are us. And I hate the word normal, but we're normal. We're not some weird cult or thing that you don't understand. We're here to say that we are here, we're proud to be here, and learn about us see who we are. Now, with that being said, for pride, um, yeah, you're probably going to find some people you find really attractive. You'll see people that maybe you do want to hook up with. If it is that type of situation and it turns into a hookup, that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But the point of the pride event is not to just go get your dick sucked or to just have an orgasm. It's not. And The people out there who have never been to Pride or say like, hey, I want to take my family to Pride. Not every Pride event is about hooking up. It really isn't. There's a lot of family events that are out there. There's a lot of fun. And I feel if you do limit yourself to the realm that you're just here to find somebody to hook up with, you're going to miss a lot of the fun and educative things of Pride. I mean, Pride here in my city... Excuse me, my allergies are going a little crazy. But Pride here in my city is a chance to just experience all these things that you've never had a chance to experience. There's always a gathering in the park where all these different businesses and uh, gay alliance associations and gay help associations and things that are geared towards people, the LGBT community to help in their daily lives. They're there to educate. They give out pamphlets and flyers and gift bags and goodies and Learn to protect yourself. Learn about PrEP and uh, HIV treatment and all these different things that are out there that are really good to get information on because they are out there in the community. It's a lot easier to find things on social media, but sometimes we just want to see that there is another person on the end of that link, post, or phone number that is real. And that is one of the best parts of Pride, at least that I feel, is I think about last Pride I went and there were bankers there who represented the LGBT community who were gay and lesbian who said, hey, we can talk to you about financial investments. You know, of course there's other financial investment firms out there, but there was already another immediate connection that these individuals were a part of the gay and lesbian community and could actually bring in things that I could relate to and understand a lot easier than I could if somebody who was just straight was explaining them to me. It was something beautiful. So think about things outside of the spectrum of sex if That is something that you were thoroughly concerned about, about pride. Now, my fourth point point that I want to bring up, it kind of relates to the third point about pride events being different and it's not just a sex party. But if you're not comfortable in what you're planning on wearing, do not wear it. I'm just going to say it that way. Don't wear it. Now, this isn't to say, you know, if this is your first time going out in pup gear, don't wear the pup gear because maybe you have nerves. No, that's completely different. Go ahead and wear the pup gear. Go ahead and wear your flag. Maybe you're nervous because it's your first time stepping out. That's one thing. When I say if you're not comfortable, my example, and I'll use myself, one pride event I went to, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to wear some high heels out and have some fun. And these high heels were not comfortable at all. Six inch platform stiletto shoes that were a size too small for me, but I was like, nope, I want to wear them because I'm going to be fierce in a pair of heels and this will be fun. No, I like wearing high heels. It's always great. It's always fun. My legs look fantastic in them and it's not the social norm for men to just go outside their house in high heels. So during a pride event, okay, yeah, this is my time. 
The shoes were not comfortable. I was hurting the entire time. Within an hour into the parade and festivities, I was walking around barefoot. It was painful. I did not wear something I was comfortable in. You're going to be up on your feet. You're going to be socializing. You're going to be out. It is important that you are comfortable in what you're wearing because I remember my feet were hurting for the entire week after just having those shoes on for maybe about two hours. I was in pain. And of course, I'm drinking. So I'm like, oh, the alcohol will take the edge off. No, the edge was not taken off. The edge just got sharpened as we went throughout the day. And I was in tons of pain. So maybe I should have worn a kitten heel or some wedges. Or maybe I should have worn shoes that were the right size and had more support. So that we, I could have enjoyed the event a whole lot more. I still had fun, but I ended up walking around barefoot. And walking around barefoot outside, that is how you get worms in your feet. And you do not want worms in your feet. It is not cool. Thank goodness I didn't get worms in my feet, but I guarantee some kind of worm will get into your feet if you do not go outside with at least socks on and a good pair of shoes. Feet worms are gross. Now, you also want to dress for the event that you're going to. And I bring that up because I was speaking with a friend of mine um, a couple of days ago, and he was telling me how His partner wants to go to Pride. He would love to take his kids to Pride. But from what his experience of Pride is, it's not kid-friendly. It's sexual in some places. You know, people are wearing clothing that he wouldn't want to see, has children to see him in. Not that he's ashamed of the clothing, but he doesn't think it's appropriate for his 15-year-old son to see men walking around in just jock straps with their asses out and all that stuff. Now, It's important to know that every Pride event is different and the dress code or what you're wearing is also different for those different Pride events. Now, if you're familiar with the Folsom Street Fair, it is a BDSM fair for the Leather Pride community in San Francisco. Folsom is spelled F-O-L-S-O-M if you're not familiar with it. It is a very great festival. I have not had the chance to go, but I plan on going as soon as possible. If you've seen pictures from the Folsom Festival, there are people who you're going to see who are in ashless chaps. They're walking around in leather harnesses. Sometimes you'll see men who just have on a harness and their dicks out. They may have a leather cock ring on, all kinds of things. And you're going to see some genitalia. You're going to see some sexual activity. You will see live sexual performances. These are things you're going to see. That is not a kid-friendly event. Don't take your children to that event. And they are very clear about the things that go on at Folsom. If you research and look at the Folsom event page, you're going to see that this is not an event for your children. Every Pride event is like that. Even the events here in my city, the parade, there's a clear description of the parade, things that are allowed, things that are not allowed. There's going to be parties where it's going to say this is a geared to a hookup party or a sex party, or this is a party that's family friendly, or this is a family event. Like there's a party in the park where it's during the day. It's a picnic family event party where you can bring your children, bring your spouses, all kinds of stuff. You want to look into the event first. And make sure that this is an event that will be geared towards you or whoever you're bringing. The second part of it is if you're going to that event, you want to make sure that the way you're dressed fits in with a part of that event. Pride is about representing who you are. And yes, that is very clear and understanding in our clothes also represent who we are. But if I am going to a party or a celebration or a pride event that is held at a church that has clearly said it's a family event, let's say it's family bingo night for pride, I am not going to come into the event wearing a lace jockstrap with my butt out and you can see all my good china. No, that is not okay. Doesn't work, does not fit in that environment. There will be children there. This is meant for families. Now, if I go to the Folsom Festival, I'm going to put on my ashless chaps or something and go out in there because this is okay at this event. It's been okay. People who know this is what's going to happen at this event. You do want to make sure that you dress accordingly to the event that you go to. It is very important. Make sure that you do it. It's almost like you walk into a store, no shirt, no shoes, no service. That's kind of what it is when you go to specific events. And it's very important to line that out. 
Now, the same friend that I was having um, the conversation with brought up a point that I hadn't heard somebody bring up, but I think it's important to talk about. So he brought up the fact that during um, events for civil rights, especially for African-Americans and Black people marching, demonstrations, sit-ins, those kinds of things, he's like, they were always dressed very professionally. They're always dressed in their Sunday's best or something that, you know, creased, pressed, looking presentable to the world to their best. That he kind of compared to going to a Pride event and how some Pride events should be like that. And there are Pride events that are like that. And my response to the conversation was, I want to take it out to a different spectrum. For events like Black civil rights movements, parades, protests, all kinds of things. Those events, Black people, part of it was what they were saying is we are not the scary stereotype that you guys have placed us in. We are part of the society. We function in the society because we helped build the society. And we're going to show you that our best is great. And part of the way they dressed reflected that. Now, these movements for civil rights were led by Black people. And Black people at the times, especially and still now, were treated as second-class citizens. We had the stereotype of being animalistic. We couldn't be civil. All these things that people were saying, no, you can't be this, so there's no way. So we showed you, okay, look at it. We can function in your world even better than you do, that you built, and we look damn good doing it. Gay Pride started with a group of people who, yes, had been marginalized, were attacked, were bashed, but for the forefront were white Americans, white Americans who still function in white society. A lot of them may have been unknown to be a part of the LGBT community. So they didn't have that stigma of they're animalistic, they can't function, look how they dress, look how they present themselves. So they already had the leeway to say, okay, I'm white, I am gay, so now I'm just going to show you what I want to show you. And in Black events, Black civil rights movements, that liberty was not there. The civil rights movement, especially, let's say, March in Selma, sit-ins, Rosa Parks on the bus, um, restaurants where we were not allowed to eat, so you have a group of Black students go sit at a counter to go eat. Had they been there, and I think rainbow flags, colors, all this pageantry that there can be, they wouldn't have been taken seriously. They would have been immediately shunned by more than just one community of people and the message would not have been displayed. So that is why there is a huge difference. Now with pride, we have the ability to do that and it's beautiful, but we cannot forget that pride is not only a white event, there is black pride as well. And black pride is just as beautiful and as glorious. And if you have not been to a black pride event, I suggest that you go. I suggest that you go. That is what I will say. I suggest that you go because black pride and white pride are two different things. Pride, and I'm not going to say white pride, just gay pride. The commercial gay pride is far different than black pride. Black pride events are always great. um, And I will be a stand for them forever. Now, the last thing that I want to bring up about going to pride events And this one, it's going to sound basic. It'll sound elementary to a lot of people. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. During Pride, it is very easy to lose your fluids, especially if you're me and you happen to be at a Pride event and this just 6'5", tall, black man, dark chocolate, with a great build, a great smile, and intelligence just walks over and starts talking to you, you'll lose a lot of fluids. I know I would. And you want to stay hydrated. It is no fun to get dehydrated during Pride. Water at Pride events is limited, especially if you go to a Pride event, which I am not getting paid by them, but if it's hosted by Absolute Vodka, Water is going to be limited. 
it's gonna be very limited. It is important that you stay hydrated with water. You're gonna be out in the sun, you're gonna be walking around, you're gonna be marching, you're gonna be sweating, you're gonna get wet because you're gonna see so many hot and attractive people to what you like. It's just inevitable, you're gonna see them. So you're gonna lose a lot of fluids. And you cannot survive off of rum and seltzer alone. It just does not work. It is not sustainable. You will get dehydrated. The rates of dehydration at Pride events is very high. About 75% of the people who go end up dehydrated. Getting dehydrated is no fun because then you can't go enjoy the pride of it. You're going to have a headache. You're going to need to lay down. Your body's going to be out of whack. You may go into all kinds of hallucinations and things. And that's just not fun. It's not fun at all. So stay hydrated. Keep a bottle of water on you. If you happen to have a camel hump, one of those book bags that is just a water pack, take it with you. Water is essential, and you may think you don't need it at first, but wait until you get into about four hours in, you're walking in the sun, and you just happen to look, and you're like, damn, all this glitter is glorious, but I can't drink it, and my mouth is parched. And then you go and grab your seventh rum and seltzer, and you drink it, and then after you're drinking, you're like, damn, I am still thirsty. Water will quench, quench that thirst. Gatorade will even help. Have something to stay hydrated outside of alcohol. The alcohol is dehydrating you as you drink it. I'm off my soapbox of hydration, but water is glorious. <laughs> so those are some of my tips for Pride, to have a successful Pride, to enjoy Pride. Um, I hope you guys find them useful. Please let me know. Let me know about your experiences during Pride. Um, and then there was something that got brought to my attention this week. And I hadn't taken it seriously. I think I saw a post of it. My friend Danny shared it with me. And he said that there is going to be, or there's a push for this event called Straight Pride. And Straight Pride, um, I have some thoughts about it. I feel some type of way about it. I'm not even gonna sugarcoat that fact. Um, straight Pride, I don't get it. You know, and I say don't get it because Pride itself is an event for a group of people, a community that has been marginalized, that is often bashed and attacked, that has to fear for their safety for expressing their love outwardly for another individual who have not attained all the rights that people who are heterosexual have already had since the dawn of time. So I don't understand straight pride. Quite honestly, I feel like straight pride is any event you go to that is not gay pride. You know, I take if you go to a parade, let's say the Veterans Parade, the Veterans Day Parade, or the Memorial Day Parade, or July 4th and their celebrations and parades, you see people walking down the street with their banners of what community or society or whatever it is that they represent in those parades. And then when there is a group of people who happen to be a part of the LGBT community on their banner, their float, their flag, whatever it is, they have to indicate that they are a part of the community. Everybody else doesn't. I mean, one example that I'll use is the last Memorial Day parade I went to. There were veterans marching and everything, and they all were going down with their flags, with their infantry numbers, um, whatever they represented. And then there was a group that came by that said that they were gay veterans, and they had a gay flag, they had the rainbow colors, and they had to indicate that they were gay. That's representing gay pride right there, that we have to represent who we are, we had to say who we were. Everybody else was just walking. That right there alone is straight pride. You don't have to identify yourself. You don't have to say who you are. You're just the social normative accepted of being straight. So when I heard about this event for straight pride, I'm like, what? And then I saw the whole ax thing. Oh my God, that was hilarious. Because one person commented that, okay, at straight pride, what are we going to see? A float of axe? And then the Axe Company responded with, no, we'll support the actual Pride Festival. Turned into a whole thing. You can research it on your own if you want to look at it. But, like, thinking of straight Pride, I mean, for me, what are they going to 
represent. I, I just don't understand. Is there going to be a float for the Ameri- uh, was it American Pie movie? There'll be just a giant apple pie with a hole in it? Or... I Like, I don't know. I What is there to represent? You already have everything, so... What is there to represent? I just, I don't get it. Is there going to be a giant float of a cake topper of a man and woman kissing from somebody's wedding? Is there going to be a live wedding in the street? I, I'm just thoroughly confused. Um, straight people, and I know I have straight people who listen, I don't have any animosity towards you, no negative ill will towards you. I just don't understand the point of this straight pride thing. And if this is really going to be a real parade, you know, more power to you. Do whatever you want to do. But just understand that straight pride is already existent in our everyday lives. It really is. That's all I have to say about it because I just don't get it. I don't. If any of you guys out there know what the point of this fucking parade is or this point of straight pride event, let me know. I do think if there happens to be a John Deere float or something, it can turn out to be very bad. I mean, straight pride, I'm going to kind of equate that to St. Patrick's Day. And please don't take offense to it because I don't mean it offensively. But in St. Patrick's Day, there's floats and there's tons of liquor and drinking and there's fun. And then there's that. And then there's shitload of fights afterwards because everybody's too drunk to function. That's kind of how I see straight pride turning out. I hope that I'm wrong. But that's where I see it turning out right now. Um, or maybe they'll, they'll know because gay people use guns and knives too. So I can't say there's just going to be a gun float. I don't know. I am still confused on it. Let me know what you guys think about it. But now it's time for our listeners' lifestyles. And in listeners' lifestyles today, um, a close friend of mine, very close friend of mine, his name is Jordan. He sent me a video on Instagram, and unfortunately, I can't play the video on this recording. I tried, and it just did not come out well, and you could not hear anything he was saying. So I thought I'd just take some notes from what he did send me in a video about his story. And if you guys want to see the story, Jordan, I'm going to ask that you please repost it on your Instagram or in your story so other people can see it because I'm going to direct everybody to you to see it. So Jordan, my friend, he is on Instagram. He is on a bunch of the other social medias. His Instagram is just popping. So I feel you should check it out. Um, It is not kid friendly. So if you are not of age 18 or above, I do not suggest you go look at it. And Jordan, you know, I'm not saying that in a negative way, but the name of his Instagram is the ass of IG. And when it he's put it in, it's T-H-E period A-Z-Z period O-F period I-G. The ass of IG. He shows off his ass. Just shows his ass. <laughs> I love you, bro. But you show your ass. So Jordan sent me a video, a couple of videos. In response to the story, I asked for people to share their pride experience. And I thought his pride experience was a great one to share. Now, I am paraphrasing some of it and summing it up because I could not write everything down in the video. But he let me know his first pride event was when he was a Marine. And at the time, it was on the beach in California. This was his first time in public with his boyfriend. And... His boyfriend was with him, and they were holding hands. Now, Jordan, he is not a PDA type of person. So the fact that in the video he said he was holding hands with another guy in public, that blew my mind right away. They said they were holding hands, and he felt self-conscious about it the entire time. You know, he was worried. He was looking over his shoulder because he didn't know if he was going to run into another Marine there. And he was very self-conscious about it. And while he's holding his boyfriend's hand, you know, he's looking over his shoulder, very, very worried that he was going to have a first sergeant, maybe one of his commanding officers or another Marine and a place of power would see them there. So his boyfriend said to him, if they're here, you have nothing to worry about. Why are they here? If they're here just to be here, then they must be a part of the community or must be able to enjoy it. Now, I did paraphrase that. That's not exactly what his boyfriend said to him. Again, I'm going to have Jordan repost the video. Now, 
when he was still walking around, even though his boyfriend said that to him, he was looking over his his shoulders the entire time. Nervous, and Jordan, when he's nervous, you can tell it. You can read it on his face. He doesn't hide it well. So, with this fear, he was scared that somebody was going to see him, but they smelled food. And at every Pride event, there's always glorious, glorious amounts of food. You can gorge yourself on food. And the food, at least for me, would take my nerves away immediately. Like, I don't give a fuck who sees me. I'm about to watch this food. But so they smelled the food in the food tents that were there. But, of course, they had to walk past a marine recruitment booth that was set up on the beach during the festival. Now, food is the great equalizer. We are all drawn to it. But Jordan had that fear in his head, like, oh, shit. Now I have to walk past a place where Marines are posted for a reason to go get this damn food. So I'm pretty sure his anxiety went from 10 to 10,000 at that point. So he and his boyfriend decided to take an alternate route to walk around that tent, maybe from the back, so that way the people who were in the tent didn't see him. While he's walking towards the food tent, he gets tapped on the shoulder. And the first thing he says in his mind is, oh shit, who the fuck just saw me? And it's another Marine who happened to notice him. And the Marine said to him, take off your dog tags. It's easier to blend in because right now you stick out. He says to him, simplify, which is a Marine chant or statement to say of glory. I don't know the full meaning behind it, but it is something that is very prideful to the Marines of Semper Fi. And if you know what it means clearly, Jordan, I'm going to ask you to explain to me too. But if any of my other listeners out there know it, Semper Fi, I support the Marines. I support the military and the army. So I'll say Semper Fi back to you, even though I'm not a Marine. I hope that's not disrespectful. Um, But he gave them that knowledge to take off the dog tags, because if you're nervous, take them off. You're going to stick out. Not a lot of people have dog tags on here. So he took off the dog tags. I hope he enjoyed the rest of the event. Um, But then he let me know he didn't go to Pride for a long time after that. Now, this was before he and I became friends. And then once we became friends, we started going to Pride events together. Last year's Pride event was just crazy and fun, fantastic. And he went with other friends of ours who went to Pride events and he got to expose himself more to Pride. His first experience was a tad bit jarring, but... It didn't stop him. And it didn't stop him because it did something to him. He saw that event, people being open, and from there, had fun. And every Pride event I've gone to with Jordan, it's always been tons of fun. So I want to share his experience of Pride because that was an experience where, you know, even though you're surrounded by people who are gay, who are part of the community and won't judge you for having some PDA with another person that you love and you care about, it can still be nerve wracking. And that nervous feeling is okay. It's okay to be nervous. It really is. I think about every time I step out of my house going to an event, I always get the butterflies. Even if I've been to that event multiple times, I'm going to have butterflies. They're going to be all up in my stomach saying, bitch, you should just stay home. Keep your ass in this house. Don't go anywhere. Because if you walk out the house, dress like that and go to this event, people are going to judge you, look at you. So you're going to run into somebody who knows you and they'll be like, what the hell you got on, bitch? No. I have to quiet that voice. And the way I quiet that voice is by opening up my damn apartment door, stepping out into the hallway, and then walking my ass outside. Because at that point, that voice has no power. It's just all me going out to go have fun in the skin that I'm in. So I hope this was a great episode for you guys. I really enjoyed talking about this because the recharge is real and going to Pride events, you get to recharge because you just get to be who you are without anything holding you back. You know, you're going to have the nervousness and fear. We all get it. But going out and just being able to say, this is me. I can't express it enough how exhilarating and empowering that is. So much fun. So if you guys would like to contribute to the show, please feel free to contact me, reach out to me. Um, If you're on the social medias, 
First, look for Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy now because that comes up on every social media platform, which I love. Also, you can search for hashtag LGBB. That's L is in Larry, G is in George, B is in boy, B is in boy. Or maybe I should start saying L is in lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, and B is in boy. Oh shit, I like that. Okay, I'm gonna do that for now on. Um, but you guys can find me on all the social medias by that hashtag or just by searching Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. You can also look for Andrew Shepard or AJ Vandertunt on social media. It will now all come up together. So there's multiple ways to search me. And if you want to contribute by email, feel free to send me an email at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G is in gay, B is in black, B is in boy at gmail.com. And I will truly appreciate your feedback. I want to share your stories. I want to answer your questions, give advice, anything. You can always be a part of the listener's lifestyle section. And also if you're listening on Anchor, feel free to send me a voice message. I can play them on the show easily better than I could this uh, Instagram video. So we're good. Um, I do ask if you guys know about coding or adding sound bites and things into recordings, let me know because I need to learn. I still need to learn this and I'm getting better as I go. Um, And as always, I will keep you anonymous if you'd like to stay anonymous or if you want a shout out, I'll give you a shout out. I'm all about it. All about it. Um, But that's today's episode. So I'm going to leave you guys with a quote. Um, This quote comes from Marcus Garvey. If you don't know who Marcus Garvey is, I'm going to suggest that you research Marcus Garvey. He is an African-American man who did a lot for this country, especially when it comes into military actions. Um, Marcus Garvey, he's a figure that I would suggest you go look at. He is a staple in Black history. Um, And the quote that I'm going to read from Marcus Garvey, and you know, I'll say this, I had a lot of hard times finding quotes when it comes to reaching your limits that were positive or recharging that are positive, but something about Marcus Garvey's coat just grabbed me by my beard here and it won't let me go. And I'm very happy it did. So Marcus Garvey said, the black skin is not a badge of shame, but rather a glorious symbol of national greatness. Take it in, eat those cookies. Thank you, Marcus Garvey. You guys have a great weekend and I'll talk to you again.